Hello, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to the Spiritualpreneur Podcast, your go-to podcast for business coaching with a spiritual twist. I'm your host, Haley Kay, energy healer and intuitive business coach on a mission to get you ridiculously excited about driving your business forward. Being a spiritual business owner brings unique challenges that you probably didn't encounter in the traditional 9 to 5. Selling yourself and your gifts, letting go of control, trusting in the universe, and believing in yourself and your inevitable success. You have valuable gifts to share, and I want to help you use them to create the business of your dreams. We're about to embark on a life-changing journey of spirituality, business, and expansion. So let's begin. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Spiritualpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Kay, and if you're new to my podcast, I am so excited that you're here. I have been um, recording podcast episodes now since oh, maybe May or June 2021, mid-year, and it's been so amazing. I've had so many amazing women on this podcast with me since then. I'm talking about human design, I've been talking about chakras, energy healing, some of these topics I really, really love to talk about. So um, this episode is a bit different just in that I'm going to be doing a card reading. I did one earlier in the year on chakras, so if you want to listen to that one. Um, I can't remember what episode it is off the top of my head, but it's the Chakra Healing Oracle card deck that I use that I created to read. Um, kind of what I do is I read the chakras of whomever I'm reading, but in a general reading, I like to think of it as like a collective reading. It's very, very general, but in that anyone listening to it, and I think if you do listen to it, the message, some message will resonate with you on some level. So that's what I'm doing right now as well. It's going to be a general reading, so parts that might seem a bit vague, but the, the goal is to just maybe change the collective energy a little bit. You know, as a generator myself, that's one of the the things I'm here to do is to help raise the energy of the collective, and one of the ways I do that is through my readings. So um, I do them here on the podcast, but I also like to do, I do them pretty much weekly. I'll do readings in the Facebook group, the Spiritual, this Enlightened Spiritualpreneur is the Facebook group that I have, and I like to go in there and do readings as well. I do general readings. I, I feel that I tap into like the energy of the group and what the group could hear at that time. And then also afterwards, anyone that joins me live, I'll pull cards for them. So if that's something that interests you, I'd love to have you come join me in the Enlightened Spiritualpreneur Facebook group. You don't have to be an entrepreneur to be in there. It's just that I that's the topic I love. And you know, maybe if it's something you've thought about, maybe starting your own business, it might be a great way to kind of like dip your toes and see if it is something that interests you just by the topics we get into and what the women in the group are sharing. So hopefully you can come join us. So let's get into today's reading. I'm actually going to be using a card spread that was created by one of my coaches, uh, Jessie De Silva. So I'll give her credit for this card spread she created. I did this one for myself, and it was very specific. I got a really interesting result from it. Um, it starts out as kind of what you think your fear is, and the whole point of the spread is to pull out what your actual fear is. And this is something I teach and coach on a lot is that we think we're afraid of one thing 
And when you really dig into it, when you really understand the fear, it actually sometimes turns out to be not initially what you thought. And I believe the reason for that is, is our mind, our ego specifically, is here to protect us. It wants to keep us safe. And when we're afraid of something, that feels unsafe, right? We often associate fear with a lack of safety or lack of security. And so when we feel a certain fear, especially if it feels really real real to us and feels really um, threatening, our ego jumps in and to protect us, well, sometimes what it'll do is it'll kind of warp that fear and make it seem like it's something that it isn't, if that makes sense. So it's like we think it's one thing we might you know not want to do something and we say oh it's because of this and I don't want to do it but then when we really look at it and really dive into it and I teach and coach um, women and people how to do that to really dive deep and to really get into it we sometimes see that can be completely unrelated sometimes which is really interesting and it might be related but not in the way we had looked at it before and the reason why this is important is because if we're focusing on a fear we might be trying to solve that fear we might be trying to take action or to avoid or prevent something from happening you know we like to like humans like to make things complex not because we want the complexity but because we're not really a hundred percent clear on what's going on or our brain is keeping us in a fog sometimes and so it helps also to listen to other people but even to put this card spread why I love it so much is because you could do this card spread for yourself like when I did it for myself I realized that I was fearing this kind of like lack of appreciation that's how I I saw it in my mind as I wasn't feeling appreciated for something but really the root of it that I wasn't fully seeing is that it's not so much I needed the appreciation as I needed to just assure myself that I was enough that I was doing enough and so I think some people can relate to that one but I wanted to do a general one just to get a feel for you know what might be going on right now if you're listening to this I believe there's some nugget in here that you'll get out of it and or you could listen to this it might not resonate but maybe you have your own tarot deck or your own oracle card deck that you could pull out and do the spread for yourself so um i'll put the link in the show notes where i think i found it on pinterest initially so here we go so this is a nine card spread the first card is the circumstance so it's kind of a two-parter so the first is the initial circumstance and then we're going to get into the underlying kind of problem or issue so the first first card circumstance what you think your greatest fear is and the card that I pulled so I'm using energy oracle card guidebook by Sandra Ann Taylor and the first card that I pulled is indecision reversed so it's actually upside down the card is indecision what you think your greatest fear is is indecision and to me that means like a lack of clarity you know actually this is very common you know it's a fear that people think well I don't know what I want right so I'll just read this the reversed indecision that's what we fear sometimes is our greatest fear is not having the clarity not knowing exactly what we want to do so the second card your worst case scenario so what that means is like you know when we have a fear we kind of go to the worst case scenario and what that means for us so the card that came up is anxiety that is often the case with indecision and not knowing comes anxiety right is that 
what if I choose this option? What if this happens? What if I choose this option? And then this happens. And, and we go back and forth, back and forth and kind of like make ourselves crazy and anxious about the future because we're afraid of choosing the wrong thing. You know, we're afraid if we choose one thing, we'll look back later and think, oh, I should have made that other decision out down the road. So the next card is person who influenced you in developing this fear is patience patience and so what i'm hearing is actually not that patience is what influenced you but it's people who believe that patience isn't a good thing you know sometimes we think we have to make a decision in the moment when it's happening right now and that can cause us some anxiety too right is that when we're trying to make decisions and we're caught up in the moment of like oh i need to make this decision and we're going back and forth and and kind of worrying about that but patience actually sometimes brings clarity and so this is something that's i think really important something that i've been learning as well is when we're not feeling 100% clear, when things do feel a bit cloudy, that might just mean that we don't have all the information we need. So um, this has really come up for me as a coach when I get questions from my clients or I get questions about, you know, I make uh, crystal bracelets. I want to put a crystal bracelet set together, let's say for one of my clients, and I don't feel 100% clear on it what I do is I let it go and I walk away and I take a break because sometimes people are like well which crystals for me and and if I think I need to answer them in the moment and I get kind of panicky about it and I don't feel clear I just have to tell them I don't feel 100% clear on it right now give me some time I need to meditate or take a walk and often once I let it go and I just allow the decision to ruminate sometimes that's when I get the best ideas and the best things come through Okay, so card number four is a time in your life that contributed to the fear. So uh, because this is a general reading, it's hard for me to pinpoint exactly, you know, what might have contributed to your fear specifically. But based on the card that I pulled, which is the appreciation card, I'm going to describe it and what this card means to me. And then I'll kind of give you some guidance or like pointers to maybe lead you to a time that maybe contributed to this being a factor. So the card I said is appreciation and the picture on the card is a woman holding a rose and then all around her is like the brambled bushes and thorns and and but she's just admiring the rose in front of her. When I do readings, especially on myself, but sometimes they come up in coaching sessions as well is that Cards have certain meanings to me based on um, either the picture or the word or, or what's written in the book. And for this one, it's the rose. And the rose always means love. So my favorite Disney movie growing up was Beauty and the Beast. And you all, if you've seen it, you know that the rose was kind of the symbol. And as the petals fell, the beast had to find true love before the last petal fell. So when I was going like dating, one of my symbols that I gave to my guidance team was a rose and I asked to be shown a rose to know that I was on the right track and I was like doing the right things you know like leading me on the path and even though now I'm not dating in a sense anymore I've been with my boyfriend now for two and a half years and we own a house together I still get the rose as a symbol of self-love because ultimately that is a journey that we're all on is this journey to um, 
unconditional self-love. And so to me, what this means and how you interpret it is absolutely for you. But to think of a time when maybe you made a choice that wasn't for your highest self, that wasn't out of an act of self-love. And what I mean by that is sometimes we might have a fear about making a decision because in the past we made a decision because we thought that's what we should do, because what someone told us to do, because what someone else kind of led us to believe was in our best and highest path or for ourselves. And and so now, looking back on that, so I'm sure you can think of a time when that maybe happened for you, and now looking back on that, and maybe that decision wasn't, you made that decision because you thought you had to, and then realized that it wasn't for your best good. It wasn't the decision that you maybe would have preferred to have made. And so making decisions in life is an act of self-love, making decisions for you. Um, it's a it's a learning journey. It's learning how to love yourself. But that's what that card means to me. So the next card, number five, is what... So the first four cards were about the circumstance. We kind of like set the foundation. So I'm just going to do a quick recap is... What you think your greatest fear is, is indecision. The worst case scenario is the anxiety, the anxiety of making the decision or leading up to the decision. Um, the person who developed the fear was patience. So anyone who taught you that you can't take your time to make a decision, you need to make it right away, has kind of led to this and thinking you need to make decisions immediately. And then a time in your life that contributed to the fear and I was leading you to think about a time when you made a decision that wasn't based in self-love. It was based on what you thought you should do or what someone else led you to believe that you should do. So the next five cards are the underlying problem. The first one is what you're making your worst case scenario to mean about you. So the worst case scenario was that anxiety card and what you're making it to mean about you. And the card that I pulled is number four, happy family. So I'm going to read this one. Number four, happy family, closeness, fun, and caring. The rainbow over this fam happy family portends a time of joy and celebration. Close connections are available. So don't overlook the fun and frivolity that a friend or family experience can bring. The value that you find in a truly loving relative or friend brings a higher vibration to your life force. You may be distracted or busy, but remember, put this part of your life in the forefront of your priorities. You're making this mean that when you're in anxiety, when you're feeling fear, that you're not enjoying, that you're not fully enjoying your life, that you're not fully being in the present moment. And so when you're anxious, we think that that means that we can't enjoy, that we can't still live our life. And you can be in confusion. You can be in a state of not knowing, of maybe not fully feeling clarity about what's to come next, but you can still enjoy your life now. Um, the next one is a person who embodied these rejected aspects of the self. What this means is to kind of see if a person jumps out at you when I say that. A person who embodies the rejected aspects of the self. See if someone specific comes to mind for you. 
And the card that I pulled for this one is the attachment card. So how do you think of a person? And I want you to ask yourself, is there some kind of attachment bond to this person? Because sometimes what happens when we have attachment bonds, what I mean by that is someone who were attached to either family or friends, someone we've kind of um, even attached our identity to, I'm getting, you know, like, uh, we think that, um, like for an example, from my own personal life early on in my relationships with um, my romantic relationships, for example, I kind of had made it decisions based on them and what I thought they were going to do because I had attached myself to them thinking we were either going to be together forever, which didn't always turn out, or um, because I wanted to make sure our attachment was strong, I made decisions based on them. So the attachment card. So if that something resonates with that, have you made decisions based on other people in the past? There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that if we're solely basing decisions on another person or other people, you know, sometimes we even make decisions because of our family unit and not necessarily one person in particular. You know, um, I don't have kids, but like I know I've made decisions based on what my my family, like my parents and my siblings would think or want. And then if you have kids and a husband or partner or and you're making decisions based on that, right? So that's not really always making decisions based on the self and self-love, but for the general good. Again, it's not that there's anything wrong with that, is that it's sometimes if you're not super crystal clear that that is why you're making the decision or you're not um, allowing yourself to really consider yourself first, like it's almost like a default decision to make to choose what the other people and other person wants for you, then we're not really coming from a holistic place of self-love and taking ourselves into consideration. So the next is a situation or dynamic you're avoiding because of fear. And the card that I pulled for this one is door to personal healing and happiness. And I'm going to read this one. And this card was upright. So this card is a harbinger of positive change. The beautiful light-filled door opens into a lush rainbow-lit spring filled with vibrant lotus flowers. Whether you're working on some inner healing, such as breaking an addiction, or looking to make external changes, such as finding a new place to live, this card signals that your life is opening up and new opportunities are about to appear. The changes you've been working on are ready to blossom with wonderful results. So make sure you, you see your personal intentions through with continued action and optimistic expectations. You know, it's funny to think about this, but some people actually are afraid of success. They are afraid of change knowing that it will be for the better because sometimes when change for the better comes along, it asks us to let go of other things. And if you're holding on to something or a person, you know, we were just talking about attachments. If you're making decisions, trying to hold on to a person, hold on to a dynamic, hold on to something that maybe isn't in your best interest, then it's almost closing the door to that personal healing and happiness. There might be some fear around that. And so allowing yourself to consider that might allow that door to open up. If we're, if you're thinking, oh, why would I not want to heal? Why would I not want to be happy? That's not why I'm making this decision. That can kind of be um, 
one reason why you might be running away from making the decision even, which is interesting to think about it that way. It's a little, our brain likes to convolute things, but I, I want you to just consider for a moment, is this something, is the decision, again, how am I making this decision? Am I making it based on my happiness or what I think is expected of me? And uh, two more. So what your core fear actually is. And so this is where it gets juicy. What your core feel act fear core fear actually is. And the card is in reverse and it's the sun card. So the sun in reverse. So I'm going to read this one as well. Reverse. A creative project may be blocked at this time, or you could be feeling your own creativity being stifled in some way. These challenges could be imposed from outer sources, or they could actually be coming from within. Are you taking? Are you standing in your own way, stopping self-expression out of fear or self-doubt? If so, it's time to let go of fear and be willing to take a risk. The sun reverse can also indicate a period of time when you find yourself living in darkness or confusion, lack of direction, or even depression. Reclaim your power and take back emotional control of your life. Stop focusing on the clouds. Like the sun, the light of your soul shines no matter what difficulty or darkness may be clouding the horizon. Your power and light are always present, able to bring healing and renewal through strong, self-directed choices in any situation. So let go of the doubt, let go, and your creativity will come forth. Know that you deserve to shine. So again, what we started at is thinking our fear was we were going to make the wrong decision. But really, when you look at it, and as we've dug through and done this card spread, what often co what's coming up in this particular uh, reading is that it's not so much the decision, it's the outcome, but not necessarily the outcome of things going wrong, of things changing and things even going for the better. Um, if you've ever heard this before, we all have like kind of a thermometer of, of our happiness level happiness level or wealth level like we have all these levels in our life in different areas and at some point we set the temperature and if um just like you know in your house you have a heater or an air conditioner and you set the temperature if it, if the sun shines and it gets hot the air conditioner kicks on so that it brings that temperature back and our brain almost does the same thing for areas of our life where we might think we want to be making a decision to feel happier, more content, or um, changing for the better, but if that thermometer is set lower, we might be causing ourselves confusion and worry and anxiety to keep us at that level. So it's something to consider to maybe start to delve into, well, what's where's my thermometer set? What is the kind of baseline where I'm feeling in this area of my life, and how can I allow myself to turn that up and go higher. Maybe it, it is your happiness level you want to boost a little bit. How can I make a decision that will help me feel better regardless of what's going on around me? And so the final card is solution. So the solution and the card that came up for this one is the first chakra archangel michael and it was also reversed and to me 
what this means is to start with the root chakra. If you're um, familiar with the chakra system, there are seven main chakras that you can look into and use. But the root chakra to me, and I'm going to be doing a podcast episode on this soon to help, but to start diving into your root chakra and seeing if it's balanced, unbalanced, maybe there's some healing that needs to be done, and really to ground yourself in who you are. It's one of the important parts of healing the root chakra, of who you really are. Um, The statement that comes with the root chakra is, I am. So what I am statements are you telling yourself about about yourself, right? I am in relationship to whatever decision you're making. Um, If this is an area you want to learn more about or you need some guidance or help with. Like I said, I'm going to have a podcast episode about the root chakra. It should be um, either the next one or one soon. Uh, it's 111 here, so I'm getting that little nudge that I sh- that'll be my next podcast episode. So you can listen to that because that is a good starting area for starting to build that relationship of self-love with yourself. So that in future, making these decisions will become easier and you won't have to Um, it won't bring so much anxiety and fear about what's going to happen because you'll just learn to trust yourself and trust your intuition and trust that you always know what's best for you and you'll always make the right decision. So hopefully that helped. That was a great reading. Um, um, I feel good about it. I feel like we got a lot of grounds covered. I hope you did too. If you enjoyed this and you would like to have a personal reading to maybe get a little deeper on your specific fear and what may be at the core of it, I will post a link in the show notes that you can work with me if you'd like to work on your chakras. I also um, have a coaching package where we go through each chakra and clear whatever's going on in there and learn about what your specific energies are. So if that interests you, I'd love to hear from you and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you would like to book a chakra card reading with me you can use the link in the show notes to book a session and if you would like to get your own copy of the chakra healing oracle card deck that i myself created you can get a copy in my etsy shop the spiritual swag shop links also in the description below